0: Hello and welcome to a new episode of the 4th and Out podcast with me, George Evans. He's
1: back. Joining me this week, Liam White in. Liam, you alright mate? Uh, it's great to be back and I, I was disappointed by the cinema slander last week. The cinema industry is alive and well. It, well you've got to tell us, because we haven't asked you since, what you went to see. Uh, I went to see Jungle Cruise. it got that. The Rock, Emily Blunt, but I won't review that because we don't do a cinema podcast.
0: No go on, out, out, out of five. <clears throat>
1: Uh, our five i'd say three and a half that's not bad yeah it's
0: that's pretty good not bad at all well luckily one guy did join me last week while you're off gallivanting ollie broom and he's back ollie you all right.
2: hello mate yes very well yourself very well mate just done a lot
0: of swimming feel alive absolutely alive and i feel even more alive because it is the week one preview show Liam, we started this show seven months ago and we have not done one preview show.
1: I was thinking that when I was doing prep the other day. I was thinking we've done this show for so long. and We've only spoken about one actual game, the Super Bowl. Incredible, really,
0: isn't it? And that was in our first
1: episode. I mean, yeah, it's
0: been a... And look how been, we've improved since. It's been a long off season. I'll tell you what. I mean, you, you don't really appreciate it. I mean, luckily, we have other sports that we're interested in as well. Obviously, football, cricket and some other Baseball. stuff. Baseball. Well less baseball, but um, table tennis. Yeah, big fan of table tennis. That was good for the Olympics. Uh but no, it's been, it's been a long time and it's been um it's been tough, but finally we're there, week one. We've got our first game. So we're recording this uh Wednesday night. The first game is tomorrow or or it, well, I guess Friday morning at one AM. Um so yeah, we're gonna run through all 16 games, try and give each game three minutes or or its merit. So We'll see where we are, and um, yeah, let's get into it. So, first game: Thursday night football, Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl champions against the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. Um, obviously, Brady versus uh, Dak Prescott, who's coming back after his uh,
1: serious injury. Liam, how do you see it going? Well, this is quite the tasty matchup for your first game of the season, isn't it? Um, yeah. I'm going to get to the chase because I think the Bucks are going to win this quite comfortably. And I think it will be a high scoring game. Um, for me, the key battle is going to be how Dak does on O. I think as long as they can keep in this game as the quarters go, I, I think that will sort of keep them going. Yeah, that's what really interests me. But my player to watch will be Dak because it's a bit obvious, but he's just coming off an injury. And I think that really could rely on him to win it for him.
0: Yeah, for me, like Zach Martin's not playing in this game, which is obviously a big deal. He's, a, he's an all pro guard. And um, in terms of their O line, it was shaky last year. Ollie, what do you make of uh, just talking about the Cowboys? What do you make of the impact that um, Ezekiel Elliott's going to have on this game, but also on the season going forward? Because he had a poor year last year. Yeah,
2: he needs to bounce back big time. Um, I think he's got a bit of a bounce from hard knocks. People are sort of quite high on him. Um, but I think the Cowboys in general have got questions on both sides of the ball but not so much obviously they're defending their unbeaten record since they had their bye last season so you know they're they're there to be shot at and Dallas have got to come out and prove what they can do I think Dak's got to prove it the defense has got to step up on last season yeah
0: I think if you look at, let's look at the way Dak played at the start of last year. I mean, he was throwing oh, 400 y- yards for fun, and the weapons that he's got on offense. I mean, Cooper, um, C.D. Lamb, uh, Michael Gallup. If Dak is as good as he can be, there's no reason that the the Cowboys can't really take this close, if
1: not, if not win it. I think they could keep this to the fourth quarter if they just play doing what they do best quite easily. Yeah.
2: But if that Bucks defense uh, anywhere near what they were like in the Super Bowl, I think he's going to be in for a long night. Yeah, I think Liam's right when
0: he when he mentions the offensive line. When you look at that Bucks front seven, obviously they're the only team up in your Super Bowl history or since 97 to keep all 22 starters in the Super Bowl. And that, that front seven in the playoffs last year was terrifying really. Um, yeah, exactly. And look at what they have done to a... Alright, it wasn't the best offensive line in, in Kansas City, but it's still probably on par with what the Cowboys are going to be tomorrow night. Um, I, you know, Tom Brady's 44 now, but to me, Ollie, there's no there's no signs of him slowing up. And they've got so many weapons. Evans, Godwin, uh, Bra- Antonio Brown looked really good at the end of last season. I think he can come on uh, massively um, this season for the Buccaneers.
2: Yeah, just returning on their starters, I think they'll probably hit the ground running.
0: Yeah, is it just a case of, you know, keep it simple, keep it to what we were doing last year?
2: Yeah, I think so. Simple as that and make Dallas try and come out oh,
1: I've got a fact for you Tom Brady played in the NFL kickoff games four times in New England and the Pats were three and one that's quite a stat isn't it
0: it's a good stat that also just reminded me that at some point uh, Tom Brady's playing the Patriots this year I think it's week four which is incredibly tempting um so yeah I think it's a cracking game to start the season with though Liam I mean you're too too massive I think the reason they're saying they've done it is to get TV, TV viewing figures up. And that's why the Cowboys are, are there a week one. Um, you know, if I had to ask you for a score prediction now, uh, we won't do this for every game, but I think for the, for the first game of the season. Give me one.
1: I'm going to say the Bucks win by two scores.
0: Okay. I'll it's look. hard
1: to predict because if we say high scoring game, it'll be a low scoring game. Like it's really hard to tell. Well, the, I, the thing is with this, I think you're right with the, these offenses.
0: I think this will be a high scoring game. I think I think it could be in the 30s quite easy. When you look at the wide receivers that are on paper, I mean, these are some of the best in the league. I mean, you could even argue that these two sets of wide receivers are the best two sets of wide receivers in the entire league, you know? So it should be high scoring. Um the Only thing that I think will make the difference, and I don't know if you agree with me, Ollie, is that Tampa Bay secondary is a lot better than that
2: Cowboy secondary. And we'll yeah, start more. yeah, 100%. I'll go Bucks 38, Cowboys 24, I think, but maybe not quite as close as that score suggests. Um, I think Bucks are going to do, do their thing, and Cowboys maybe pick up a few scores towards the end when the game is already won.
0: Yeah like that. I think either way, it's going to be... I don't know if you guys are going to watch it live. I think it's a bit too late for me at 1am. Yeah, it'll
2: Friday.
0: Yeah, yeah, they'll catch the highlights on uh, on YouTube. But yeah, it should be an absolute cracker to open up the season. Um, All right, let's, let's move on. Here. Let's move on to the Red Zone games. Everyone's favourite TV show. Seven hours of uninterrupted football. Can't wait to see Scott
2: Hansen again. Yeah, I wonder what Scott Hansen does in the off-season. Just He's like off. in, his, in his chamber... Just watching old highlights.
0: Yeah, just prepping. Just, I reckon he's just saying that uh, seven hours of uninterrupted football line at least ten times a day. How many eat.
1: times do you reckon he goes to a restaurant and someone says to him, say the line? He must get it once a week. All surely. the time. All yeah, he's the got time. to.
0: I just want a steak. Leave me alone. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah so red tone. Um, so we'll run through the games at six o'clock and we'll run through the game at half nine. Um, Okay, so we'll start with Philadelphia at Atlanta. Philadelphia uh, coming off a pretty poor season last year. Um, Now with Jalen Hurts as their certified QB1. And Atlanta, who uh, obviously had the fourth pick in the draft, taking Carl Pitts, still got Matt Ryan at QB1. And in my opinion, have quite a nice little team building uh, down in Atlanta. Oli, what do you think?
2: Yeah, looking forward to seeing this Arthur Smith offence. But... Not sold on their defence still, so could be quite a high-scoring one again, this one. Um, we we'll see what Jalen Hurts can do on the other side.
0: Yeah, that's it. I mean, just sticking on the Falcons uh, quickly, Liam, obviously Carl Pitts is, you know, or will be a massive part of um,
2: of this offence. And... It would be a big ask for him to come in and put up monster numbers week one. I think he will over the season. But...
0: Well, what someone made the point on a podcast that um, I was listening to, that they don't really have a guy that if you're at the one yard line, you trust to go in. I don't think Mike Davis is that guy. No offense, yeah. but I think Carl Pitt is that guy. He's a mismatch for absolutely everyone. You know, if they're close or maybe not the one yard line, but let's say the five yard line or, or the red zone. To me, Liam, he's the kind of the threat that you need. He, no one can match him. He's a bit like Darren Waller for the
1: Raiders. I think, so I've put him down as my player to watch. Cause I think he's just going to be brilliant. And, from your show from last week, I would like to ask Ollie what the odds are for him as Rookie of the Year. Um, I, I, I think that is worth a tenner. I really do. I think that's got a high chance. Um, he's going to see a lot of volume. That exactly. Volume. That's my thing. So he's going to get a lot of catches, a lot of short passes. They're not going to throw deep to him, are they? It'll be a lot of short slot passes. And he'll, he'll get, I reckon he'll average minimum three yards a carry, four yards a carry quite easily
0: that's it as a slot receiver he's your guy it's a a
1: mismatch no one no slot because of of his size and his speed you can't match him can you that's it and if they're looking out for him you've also got
0: calvin ridley who's a top five receiver and then you throw it to
1: him and you've got a smoke haven't you like smoke and mirrors and you don't know what they're going to do it's it could almost be a good offense to watch this season it, well, it was last season. It's just that their defence couldn't keep them in any games.
0: You, you remember that game at Dallas where they lost 40-39 somehow because um, they couldn't recover the onside kick. But I think they're quite a sneaky good team to watch, um, the Falcons. And I, I think it's a sneaky good game in week one as well. Um, all right, so let's look at the Eagles quickly. Uh, so Jalen Hurts starting at quarterback for them. Um, obviously, Devonta Smith comes in um, at wide receiver where they've been you know, struggling for a long time. Liam, from what you saw from Jalen um, Hurts in the you know in the last few games of last season, what did you make of him?
1: Yeah, really like the look of him. Um, I wanted to say um, just to go back to you for my key battle in this game. I'm really interested how the special teams are going to do because I think, as Ollie said, this is going to be a really high scoring shootout. So I'm interested how the special teams will do because. Field goals, as we all know, as George knows, they can win and lose games. So, i um, mean exactly one. they're people too, aren't they? So, they I, for good. me, that would be my key battle of this to see how they do because the Falcons' D, we all know, isn't perfect. To be nice, so I, yeah, I'll be interested to see if I get some points on the board.
2: Yeah, and just coming back to what you were saying earlier, Carl Pitts, uh, fourth favorite for offensive rookie of the year at eight to one.
0: And that's very generous, actually. Yeah, although you know how it goes, it normally goes to a quarterback, doesn't it?
2: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, same price as Justin Fields and Trey Lance and Najee Harris. Yeah, so. not too bad. Not
0: too bad. All right, let's. Um, so Devontae Smith, obviously, he's going to be. It looks to be like he's going to be wide receiver one um, at the Eagles, a position where they have struggled for a long, long time. Jalen Rager didn't work out for him last year. Um, they got rid of. Is it Deshaun Jackson who gets one 70-yard touchdown every single season? Their offensive line um, wasn't good last year and obviously couldn't protect Carson Wentz, although there was a lot of issues there as well. And their defence is shaky as, <laughs> at the same time. To me, this game seems like a, an absolute banker for the, for the Falcons to win. But Liam, have you got any
1: reason to think that the Eagles have put up a fight no, I'd, I'd agree with you. Um, but then it could go over, w- either way. Like, the Falcons D could do what they did last year and not turn up. So I wouldn't be surprised if either outcome. I just hope we get a good game, really.
0: I think it will be. It'll be another high-scoring game. Another high-scoring game. I'll tell you what, this next game is an absolute cracker. Ollie, you're going to like this one, mate. Pittsburgh at Buffalo.
2: I've won Sky Sports.
0: God, yeah, that is a fantastic game for week one. Um All right, mate, obviously we're going to start with you. Pittsburgh, Big Ben, um, coming back for what is likely to be his last season. Um, Defence looks as good as it did last year, really. I know they lost Bud Dupree, but I think there's some nice pieces there to replace him. Um, Offence, especially the wide receiver group, is fantastic. Um, And then the Bills, you know, their best season for 20-odd years last year. Josh Allen looking like an MVP candidate. Um, Yeah, Ollie, we'll start with your Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: Yeah, so defence you can rely on. Um, going to get a first look at Matt Canada's offence. Should be interesting. And I think it's going to come down really to what the Steelers' offensive line can do and whether they can get to Josh Allen or not and whether Josh Allen is going to take that next step and push I mean, the Bills on to like Super Bowl contenders. This was my question for you, Ollie. I wanted to ask
1: you how the two rookies on the Steelers' O-line were going to do. What's your take your take?
2: Don't know. <laughs> Wait and see. Um, good, heard good things about um, Dan Moore. Uh, slotted to be starting left tackle. Uh, and to be fair, Kendrick Green as well. Like, hearing a lot of good things about him as the centre, obviously replacing Pounty. Um, so,
1: yeah, we'll see. I think
2: those two, you know, they, 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 have, they come highly recommended. Um, it's more the other pieces on the line. That we're not sure about. I think it's going to it's gonna be a work in progress, I think, going forwards.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you where I see this game being won and lost. I don't know if you agree with me on this, but the the Steelers' cornerbacks against um, Diggs, uh, Beasley, and probably um, Isaiah McKenzie, um, I just don't think they'll be able to cope with them. I, I really, especially Diggs. He's just, and if it's not Diggs, it'll, it'll
1: be Beasley yeah. you in
2: the Yeah, I think there will be that pass rush, whether they can get to Allen or if they're going to let him get his
1: throws off. You see, I want to counter you. I think the game's going to come down to Big Ben. I think the Bills will be the Bills and they'll get points on the ball. But I want to know, will the Steelers be able to keep up with them during the game? Because Big Ben isn't what he was. And how is he going to do under pressure from that improved Bills D?
0: The problem I think Ben had last year, sorry, Ollie, is that he just had to get the ball out so quickly. Because that yeah,
1: exactly. The- um, how's he, he going to do part. against the Bills
2: D, who's an elite D? I think this is a new offence. Matt Canada, we'll see what he's going to roll out. A lot of pre-snap motion. Um, Quick throws. Uh, yeah, and no, hopefully get Harris involved yeah, exactly, yeah. Early, yeah. early and often, um, and we'll see what they can do. I think, uh, you know, big thing, keep Allen off the field. Control the time of possession, yeah. if you can. I would agree.
0: I think that G Harris is a massive part of not just this game, but of this team. If you can get that running game going, which just didn't happen last year, you had nothing. Yeah. Then that takes so much pressure off Ben. It you know, it opens it open things up. You can do Yeah, event.
2: it opens people up because they've got to put people in the box. And then that just makes the wide receivers so much more yeah. Just gives them gives them more space. Yeah,
0: that's it. A quick word on Buffalo, because we all know—I think we all know how good they're going to be. They've not really changed too many things. Um, Liam, go on. Let's talk about let's talk about some bills. Let's talk about your man Stefan Diggs, who uh, had just an outstanding season last year. And, so um,
1: I'm going to ask you a counter question. Do you think he'll be as good as he was last season? I do.
0: Yeah, he will. He's the, the he's a bona fide wide receiver. One, he's probably, he might be better. I yeah. think he will be <laughs> you know I completely agree with Ollie, and uh, I think he will be better. And Someone made an interesting point that if Josh Allen, let's say Josh Allen froze for 4,500 yards, which is very possible. Yeah, he could quite easily, yeah. Diggs, Diggs, Diggs could catch 2,000 of them.
1: Like, and then there's still 2,500 to be spread. Do you think he could break Randy Moss's record for most yards in a season? I do. I think it's possible. Yeah, I do. I think,
0: I think the record is more likely to break is Michael Thomas's catch record from a couple of seasons ago. Yards record... It's, it's difficult because they play against some very good teams. If you look at their schedule, it, it is difficult. And, you know, if they, they play against the Rams who, you know, Jadon Rams who was shutting down more than likely, they play against the Packers and you've got Jair Alexander. So he won't do it every single game. Um, but I think if there was a record that he was going to break, it would be that Michael Thomas. Um, uh, I can't remember if it, 139 or 147. It was, it was something like that of... Um, of catchers um, if I had to ask you both for predictions on this game Oli I'll start with you
2: close one probably just the Bills but we'll see could, could be a could be a blowout yeah in, fact, in favour of the Bills <laughs> not sure
1: Liam I'm going Bills blowout I'm sorry Ollie. I, right.
0: it Fair. doesn't happen often but I I actually agree with Liam um, and that really doesn't happen often and it's it's, I don't think it's the fact that I think the Steelers are bad at all. I just think it'll take them a, a little while to get into their group.
1: I think it's more a case of the Bills are really good. Yeah, that's it. And I don't think it's anything against the Steelers. I think the Steelers are a good team. I just think the Bills are like a class above a lot of, like 90% of the NFL.
2: That's fair.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, uh, Ollie, it's your chance to get back at Liam now because we're going over to the Vikings at the Bengals. I tell you what, I find this quite a sneaky good game. A sneaky good game. I think this will be all right on paper. Um Liam, I won't do too much talking on this. You can start with your Minnesota Vikings.
1: So yeah, there's a few things <clears throat> I wanted to say about this. So I'm gonna try and be unbiased about my own team, but I think the interesting matchup of this game is the defense of the Vikings that's improved, drafted well against the Bengals O-line that's drafted very well, or they've improved and they've drafted well in offense. So I'm interested how Peterson does against like Chase. I think that's going to be quite a good matchup. And how Reef does against the Vikings. Obviously, he knows our system. He knows the calls. He knows the plays. So I'm interested how that's going to go down. And how long will Burroughs stay upright for? That's what also interests me. Do you think your pass rush is good enough to get to it? Yes, I do. I I I I think in this game will give Cook the ball a lot on offence. I think this is sort of built for him. Um, I think I wouldn't be surprised if Jefferson had a quiet game or feeling, one of them, just to sort of take the heat off him and just give the ball to someone like Cook. I'll probably be completely wrong now. But, yeah, I think one of the three will have a quiet game. I think it's a good shot. I think my
0: take on this one, again, is pretty similar to the Steelers-Bills ones. All right, if you've got... Um you know, they say Peterson on Jamar Chase. They've also got T Higgins and yep. Tyler Boyd. And to me, their wide receiver group might just be a little bit too good for your be. secondary.
1: Yeah, it could well be, but then I think our offense is much, is much better mm-hmm. than theirs. And I, I think, I think cousins will just have one of those games where he just turns up and he just does enough for us to win the game. He won't do like spectacular stats. He'll just do enough. And that's how our system is. And that's how we're, built to be and i think it'll be a usual thing okay ollie um
2: we've got to see what joe burrow we get whether he can be yeah that's true the joe burrow he was last season whether he can come back and be that same guy because he was putting up a lot of points last year the defense just wasn't backing him up at all um i kind of like the bengals in this game if i'm honest sorry liam yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. I I could. Uh, we should.
1: I think we should win this game, but I wouldn't be surprised if we if we lost because this is one of our technically easier games, and I, yeah, it could go either way.
0: But do you think it's technically easier because it's the Bengals? No, you know I mean? and just because it's the it's the no, I don't necessarily think it's game. the Bengals.
1: I think. I think overall we've got I know you've saying some counter arguments I think overall we've got a better team than them and I'm not being biased I think overall our team's better like defense we're better offense I'd say
2: maybe we're I better I mean say say one team is down by four with with 2 minutes to go what who would you rather have the ball cousins or Murray I've He's not a, seen
1: Burroughs doing the NFL yet, so I can't tell you. Uh, it's hard, it, I love him as well, but it's hard to say because he hasn't played because of the O-line. I think the O-line is going to cost them the game, the Bengals here. I think Zimmer is just going to apply the pressure early with Griffin back on line and I think we're just going to suck Barrows all day.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I can say that. Yeah, I think you're right. I can see that.
1: Because Reef won't be able to handle Griffin. Griffin is a much better and stronger player than him. And I can... See, I've seen players play both sides for different teams, so I've sort of seen both sides of the ball.
0: It's an interesting point. I think you're right, Liam, in that the Bengals O-line is the biggest factor in this entire game. Yeah, you know, that's if,
1: what I've got in my notes, yeah. If,
0: if they play well, for example, I think the Bengals win.
1: If yeah they agree. Don't, I
0: think if the block... they
1: keep Burrow's upright for four quarters I think they'll beat us. I yeah. just I think that's what it's going to come down to. And I don't think Reef is going to keep Burrow's upright because I know what he's like and I don't think he's good enough to do it. Also I think there's a problem with your offensive line and they Yeah definitely. Up, they did pick up Trey Hendrickson who got
0: 14 sacks last year. And, uh, our O
1: line isn't good. Our O line shit. Like I, I don't. We've improved, but we haven't. I, I think that's going to be a, that's going to cost our season. Someone's Again. just going to like
2: come through and stab peasants yep. with a vaccine. We can drink. <laughs> <laughs> it'll,
0: be, it'll be Mike Zimmer <laughs> coming through, mate, on the tractor.
2: Mike Zimmer on a on a cover zero, just with a, with a <laughs> Pfizer Pfizer jab. <laughs>
0: Uh, take the take the 10-yard penalty, whatever it is, for an extra man. It's so worth it. Yeah, I think the O-lines for both teams are going to be massive in these games. Um, I, I think it's a really interesting game on paper. Um, if I had to pick a winner now, I'd say the Bengals. One, because of home advantage. Two, because I love, I really like their skill players, especially at wide receiver. I know Jefferson and Fulham and are brilliant, and they are brilliant. But um,
2: I don't know. I like the Bengals. I would put this as one I'm expecting to see pop up a lot on red zone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals got two touchdowns early and you're all taking the piss out of me on the group chat. I can see it happening now, well, straight away.
0: Now you're on the group chat, no matter if they've got two touchdowns. You could yeah. be two touchdowns up. That's
1: very true, yeah.
0: You'd still say wish it, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> friendly division banner, isn't it? Exactly. All friendly. All right, well, that's another good game at 6pm. Um All right, we'll move on to another NFC North team. Uh, The San Francisco 49ers at the Detroit Lions. Blimey. I think this could be an absolute blowout as well. Um, So let's talk about the 49ers quickly. They've got Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. Um, They haven't really come out and said who's QB1. Not that I've seen anyway. Um, And there's a lot of talk that they could really split the uh, reps 50-50. Without sounding too harsh on the Lions, uh, Liam, is it a case that this is almost like a 4th preseason game
1: for the I, 49ers? I think the Lions have just got to keep the score down. <laughs> I think that's what it's going to come down to. I had in my notes that the thing that interests me, and like Goff's going to be my player to watch, because the issue is that he's the starter, but the Lions have only got young, raw players on their team to throw to. So... How is he going to cope when effectively he's got a new team in a month and they're all rookies? Like, they aren't veterans like the Buccaneers. Like, yeah, I do. I was going to ask, do the, are the 49ers going to change QB in this game because the score is going to be that high or that over early? Or do you think you just play Jimmy G the whole game?
0: No, I think they'll split. I think they'll split the reps. Between I think they will. Jimmy yeah. G and Trey Lance. It also gives, um, Matt Campbell, something to think about. You don't know who's coming on at quarterback. I think, without getting too far ahead of myself, I think it's what the Bears should do, split the reps between Dalton and Fields. So, uh, the Rams don't know what's going on, but we'll get to that. Um, In terms, let's just talk about the Lions quickly before we go on to the the much better team in the 49ers. Um, So, uh, one thing I will say about the Lions is they've got a very good offensive line and they've got a pretty good defensive line as well. So, in the trenches, they're pretty good. So, Goff's going to get a lot of time to throw the ball but as you but said, no one there. who the fuck is he going to throw it to? You've got TJ Hawkinson, who's a very good tight end. Um, Amon St. brown who I've bigged up for weeks now. When he flops, I'm, I'm going to be mugged, mate. I won't be able to turn up on this podcast anymore. I look forward to that day. But, uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Oli, can you give me any hope for the Detroit Lions in
2: this game? I don't see it. I think the 49ers is better in every department. Um and that's
0: that's what it is. Yeah, all right, let's talk about the 49ers thing I think that is generally all the Lions deserve this week. Um
2: they're just they're just more interested on every level with apologies to the
0: Lions. They are, and they get they're getting players back, so they're getting uh, it'll be good to see Nick Bosa back back in the league. He obviously went a week two last season. Um Debo Samuel will be fit as well, which is a great piece of wide receiver. Um, George Kittle will be back um, Fully fit as well You're right Ollie They're just a more interesting and better team And to me If they didn't have so many injuries last season They would have been Super Bowl contenders Which makes them I mean, Super Bowl contenders
2: If you want to look at it at pure quarterback level The way I see it is The 49ers can do things off schedule Whereas Goff is a very system quarterback You give him a play and then will execute it but if things break down, I don't know where he goes with it.
1: I don't think there's no plan B. I think they've got plan A and plan A only.
2: Yeah. Because
1: think- of the team, because they haven't got any depth or anything in the team. So I think you've only really got... And I, I expect the playbook to be different as well, because I don't think he's going to have a very in-depth playbook with this young team.
0: Well, I think you've got to look at the head coaches in this game. I think you've yeah. got to look at Matt Campbell, first, literally the first game he's head coach in, in the NFL, and Cole Shanahan, who is, let's face it, a genius, and he will scheme up things that would just destroy this Lions team. And that's not if it's the Matt Campbell; it takes time to to be good at, as being an NFL head coach. Yeah, he's got so, to find
2: his feet.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, and- it's hard in Detroit. You're not; it's not your usual team, and you haven't got. It's different expectations, different talent, different players, different. Yeah, it's it's a different ball game. Like, I, it's not an easy place to coach at all
0: it, well it was tough for Matthew Stafford and he's quite frankly a much better quarterback than Jarrett Goff and he got into the playoffs like
1: mm-hmm. that, yeah. that's quite something you know it was tough for him I, I, I,
0: yeah I think we can all agree that this game's going to be an absolute blowout and I'll be very very surprised if it if it goes any other way I'm not too sure what the odds are um, in terms of plus 7 or plus 14 or whatever like that but I think it'll be higher I think
1: it could be 3 or 4 scores blimey would we'll be, we'll um, be wrong,
2: would be wrong. Only f- 7.5. Only 7.5. Yeah, so right, I listeners, know.
0: get on it. Not that I encourage gambling too much, gamblerware.com, but uh, get on that I'll when tell the you, fun please.
2: stops. Stop,
0: yeah. Sadly, the fun never stops, as uh, Ollie contestable. But, um, yeah, I'd be absolutely all over that. All right, let's move on to a really good game on paper, one that I'm um, really looking forward to, the Arizona Cardinals versus the Tennessee Titans. This could um, be game of the week, yeah, possibly. Is. this is a cracking game, this. Um, so, right, let's start with the Tennessee Titans. Um, Ryan Tannehill back at quarterback. Derek Henry just coming off a 2,000-yard season. Uh, A.J. Brown is an absolute monster. They've just picked up Julio Jones um defense has improved in the draft and free agency and the offensive line looks a little bit better. um Liam
1: let's talk Titans what do you make of this team yeah they're they're looking scary good aren't they um a lot a few people have said they could be a sleeper so not sure um a few people have said as well sorry they could get quite a few wins and I could see that happening um I think yeah they there could be a bit of a dark course. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see him play this year. Um Tannehill was my player to watch because it's Tannehill. You never know how he's going to do. One week he'll be good, one week he won't. Um My key battle, I put the Titans D against the Cardinals O because I don't know how they're going to cope against Murray and Hopkins, etc. So mm-hmm. for me, that's a really interesting battle to see how they'll counteract with plays. And yeah, I'm um, looking forward to that.
0: That's why, that's why the Cardinals are so difficult to play, not just because of Hopkins.
1: And exactly. It's, it's not one weapon, is it? It's, it's Murray's it's legs. Uh, it's probably the best weapon in football, Kyler Murray's legs. Um, it's like having a running back, Lamar Jackson, really, isn't it? No, it
0: really is. He's so good at escaping that pocket. And, you know, they, the Titans will improve on their pass rush because they picked up Bud Dupree, who obviously Ollie knows well, and he looks healthy this season. Um, so hopefully he can have a big year. But um, Ollie, I know you're big on... Big on our Titans. Where do you see them in this game?
2: Well, I've got this as a, a battle of teams with big expectations on them. But yeah, that's fair. They've got going to go Liga. I mean, for all you're bigging up Kyler Murray, he hasn't really... I mean, he hasn't led them to the playoffs in two seasons. He's sort of got to st- step up now and, and put together a winning season.
1: Do you, do you no, think they'll have a winning
0: season? Sorry, George. No, I was going to say he hasn't, but he's always improved on the season before. And to be fair to him, even though he had Hopkins, he was still missing a lot of
1: a lot of weapons, and he, he made a lot of plays. I, I yeah, big, I, I think they're games, in yeah.
2: they're in such a tough division. I yeah, think the NFL. Point.
1: I think the NFL. It's harder to get like between our football league. I think the difference between a bad team to a good team is much more difficult, and I think it takes a lot longer time. Like you look, how many years teams have had the first draft pick to get into the playoffs. It takes a good five years. So I think they just need to improve their record this year. I think that would be good. But yeah, as you said, I'm not too sure how he'll deliver. Oh, he's
2: he's very, very good. But he is. But people are impatient and they're going to want him to deliver.
1: But yeah, NFL is win now, but it doesn't always happen as we all know from our own teams, don't we? With the yeah, Titans,
2: well. I think sort of just want to see that Ravens game in the playoffs again.
1: We all do. That's
2: all I really want uh, this season.
0: <laughs> With the times, do you think it moves from, obviously Arthur Smith left, do you think it moves from a more run-heavy offence to a more pass-heavy now that Julio Jones is there and AJ Brown is such an absolute beast?
2: Maybe, but if, if you've got Henry, use it. But it could be a dual threat. It could go
1: in their favour because they could, one game they could go pass-heavy and then they could change it to run. So maybe they'll make Hen- a more diverse team.
2: Henry's the sort of guy, if you look at his stats, he just wears you down. You know, he's first half compared to second half, his stats are just different gravy. Like, oh, so many of his yards come in the second half, and defences are tired, and they've been stopping him and stopping him and stopping him, and he just breaks off and wants to run.
0: Let's not forget, though, he's going to be against JJ Watt and Chandler Jones. You know, it's, it's that is pretty tasty. I mean, I know that they're not the players that they were maybe let's say three, four years ago, but they're still very, very good. I wanted to ask
1: you both about like JJ, what how does he do?
0: Oh, he'll be great. It's JJ. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think we'll yeah. have a solid season. Yeah, him and Charlie Jones, they'll be absolutely brilliant. Um I,
0: and it's exactly what the Cardinals needed. And I, I genuinely believe they'll keep Henry under a hundred yards for this game. Would you bet um, that? If I was looking at it as my, you know, why why would the Titans beat the Cardinals? Again, it's going back to the secondary. The Cardinals let go of Patrick Peterson. Uh didn't really pick up too many, you know, too many players at cornerback. And then you've got to deal with AJ Brown and Julio Jones. Against nice. Tannehill, Tannehill's a good quarterback. Like he's a really good quarterback. That's where I think the game is won for me. Um, although you know, I love Kyler Murray. I love DeAndre Hopkins. I love the fact they're in my fantasy team and I want to see them do very well. But, yeah, that's where I see this game. I think the Titans will get up to a it. start.
1: I think, uh, yeah, I think the Titans will win as home advantage will play out for them.
2: Yeah, full house.
1: Full
0: house, blimey. I was close to locking it up, but, you yeah, know, I'll save that for a... Save that for another game. Oh, Christ, we've got another good game here. Blimey, uh, get so, through these
2: games, man. This so
0: yeah, is so good. Uh, we've got Seattle at Indianapolis. Blimey, this is a lovely game. Um, so obviously, uh, Seattle back with Russell Wilson uh, made some improvements on the offensive line. Another good season last year, making the playoffs, but they were one and done in the playoffs, losing to the Rams. And then the Colts, one of the best defences in the league last year, and now they have Carson Wentz. Oli, let's talk about the Colts to start with, because Carson Wentz is
1: going to be playing week one. Oh, he is playing. That 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 could yeah. change the outcome. A
2: bit of a turnaround, isn't it? He's, he's got back. Yeah, exactly. Um, so last game, battle of the teams with expectations. This one, both teams got a few question marks around them for me. Um, I mean, yeah, you said the Colts, obviously, must. What's their game script going to be? Are they going to let Wentz throw? Is it going to be Jonathan Taylor? What are we are going to see out of them on the other side? Are the Seahawks going to let Russ cook? Um, if not, they gave Carson a big contract. They're going to try and ride him. Yeah. I don't really know how this one's going to go. It's
0: a good game, isn't it? Is it? it is. It's a
2: really good game, isn't it?
0: They're the games that I like where you just have no idea because that um, that Colts defence was so good last season. And that um, Seahawks O-line was not... I know they've improved it, but I think that's definitely one to watch. You know, you've got uh, Darius Leonard, DeForest Buckner, you know, players... Who's the guy there? Quitty Pie? You know, they've got some love. I mean,
2: Seahawks are favoured by three points, which I might have that a little bit closer if it was me.
0: I, to me, I don't know if you agree, Liam, but that's purely down to the quarterbacks.
2: Yeah.
1: So... I had in my notes, this all came down to who was playing QB for the Colts. And I think if Wentz plays, that changes it. Um, but I did want to ask you, how do you think the Seahawks would be under the new offensive coordinator, uh, Waldron? Do you think they'll be different? Do you think they'll be the same? Or do you, what, do you, what, do you, what do you take on it?
0: Look, I think if these people have a brain, let Russell Wilson yeah. throw the fucking football. Just let him do what he does best. It's exactly. Yeah. What we done in the first eight weeks of last season? He was incredible. They just let him throw the football, and he done amazing things. He had yeah, an MVP form, didn't he? He was insane. You know? Then they change it. They go more run heavy, and it doesn't work. They started losing games, and the O line couldn't handle it, and their defense actually had to keep them out, uh, keep them in a lot of games, which was the complete opposite to. To the start of the season, you know, if you're there in Seattle and you can tell Russell Wilson wants this as well, just let him throw the ball. I mean, one you? you've got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett there. I mean, two of the best, got some two good best weapons in the league. Yeah. And then all right, let's say it's not going well, you've got Chris Carson, who's a very good back, and also a good pass catching back to so use him out the backfield as well. Their defense
1: isn't the Legion of boom, but it's still good, isn't it? Look, it's average and that's really all it
0: Yeah, but that's all it needs to
1: be because it will just tick him over to get Wilson the ball and he'll win them the game, just doing what he does best. Exactly. And
0: back to Ollie's point earlier about an earlier game, if you were in the fourth quarter, I don't think there's any quarterback I'd rather in the league than Russell Wilson. Yeah, you'd
1: almost bet your house on him to win you. You you would. You'd
0: absolutely bet your house on it. And to me, that's where, you know, the offense for the Seahawks wins this game for me. I just don't think there's enough weapons on the
1: Colts' side of the football there. I don't think I can keep up for four quarters. I think maybe till halftime, maybe, but I think the third or fourth. I think Wilson's just going to outplay him. Well, I just don't know
0: who their wide receiver one is.
1: Do you look at, is it
0: Paris Campbell? Uh, Is it, um, What? genuinely, genuinely, I don't know. Because there's no T.Y. Hilton. He's out injured. He'd probably be wide receiver one anyway. And then they're going to have to rely on Jonathan Taylor massively. If the run game stops, I think they're in deep trouble, especially with the way that Wentz was throwing last season as well. Do you think Wentz will get over or under 200 yards? He'll get over 200 yards, and he'll, he'll rush for a bit as well, but I, I don't think they'll get anywhere close to the Seahawks in this game. I'm saying Seahawks are uncomfortably. Yeah. Ollie.
2: I want to go Colts. Not even, not, even, not even to cover, just outright.
0: Go on, give us, give us a reason
2: why. Um, us. I think maybe go up early and then just control the football. Just run it, run it down their throats.
0: Yeah. Hey, I like it. I like it. Just as a little segue, um, well, not a segue really, just another note. Uh, the Athletic has popped up on my phone and they're doing an NFL 100 at the moment. And their number one has just came out. And uh, any guesses? Us. No number
1: one player of all time, you mug. <laughs> number one player. I'm guessing it's a QB. Yep. I am going to say it is the cheater himself, Tom Brady.
0: It is Tom Brady. Of course, it's Tom Brady. He's won seven Super Bowls. And uh, yeah, that's that was that little segue. That's professional, isn't it? Right. This is this is what this is my sneaky favorite game of the week. Um, and it probably will be no one else's. Uh, the LA Chargers versus the Washington Football Team. I knew you I were going to love game. this game. I, mate, thought,
1: when mate. I saw this, I thought of you, and I thought, I know what he's watching Sunday night. This game is
0: so good, and I don't know why it's so good. I love the Chargers. Um, I think they've got such a good team now. Um, Herbert will progress in year two. Um, they've got lovely skill position players. Their offensive line has improved massively. They get Derwin James back on on defence, and they've also got Joey Bosa back fit as well, um, along with some other, Asante Samuel, who looks like a great cornerback. And then you've got the football team, um, who you've got Fitzpatrick, at quarterback now, picked up, you know, Curtis Samuel to add to a nice wide receiver room, got a dominant front seven on defence, um, a nice running game in Antonio Gibson. This is a great football game, Liam.
1: I when I, when I was doing this preview, I was thinking of you and I thought this could sneakily be one of the best games of the week. This is sort of the hipster's game, isn't it? This mm-hmm. really is. Yeah. Um, this is the Brewdog game of the week. This is, definitely. Um, for me, the matchup is going to be Washington's D. How are they going to do against the cast of players that the Chargers have got? Because obviously they've got a lot of weapons. How are they going to counteract them and how are they going to stop them? I think, yeah, the front seven
0: for the um, football team against that uh, reassembled O-line with Rashawn Slater and Corey Lindsley for the Chargers. Ollie, this is tasty, isn't it? This is good
2: on paper. Yeah, two teams we're expecting to be quite good this season, I think. Um, can Washington go back-to-back? Can the Chargers push the Chiefs in the West? Should be a good one. Um, yeah. Someone's you excited to see old
0: um, Ryan Fitzpatrick? With some, you know, with some nice weapons. I know he's getting on a bit of age. Let's
2: get him that playoff appearance.
0: He deserves one, doesn't he? He does deserve one. He absolutely does deserve one. And um, yeah, this I can't stop talking about the Washington front seven. They're so good. And especially Chase Young. How good was he last season? I mean, I think um,
2: Herbert's gonna be under duress. And it's gonna be interesting to see how he deals with it. I think Chase Young's gonna be better
1: this year. That's what I was yeah. trying to say a few weeks ago. I think he will improve. Even though he's been ridiculous, I think he'll be even better. Yeah, you've got young Anne Monteswear,
0: who looked really good. They've just built so well in the draft for the last few years. They've, they've really
1: done it properly. Are we going to buy you a football team jersey? Because you do love them.
0: No, they all get, like, if I wasn't a Bears fan, I probably would be a football team fan. Because um, not only is their kit absolutely outstanding, and I really like Ron Rivera, but their team is just great. It is just, it's really good. I've hyped them up all season. I can't go back on my word now. And I've hyped up the Chargers for a long time. They were my dark horses last week. And um, yeah, it's, it's a really tough one to call. I think just purely because it's at Washington, I'm going to say Washington. And I think that uh, front seven will get to, get to Herbert quite a lot while the O-line's kind of rebuilding. Um yeah, what do you make of it, Liam?
1: I'm going to count you. I'm going to say Herbert does the job in Washington.
2: Nice. I
1: think he's going to carry on the form he's been playing, and I think he's going to win. I think, I think, I think that Chargers of offense will win them the game. I think if Herbert does what he does. Yeah, I know what you're saying about Washington's D, but they're just too good, aren't they?
0: I agree. Like, if you look at, you've got Austin Ecker out of the backfield, one of the best pass-catching backs in the league. You've got Keenan Allen, one of the best wide receivers in the league. If Mike Williams can step up finally, then they're going to have a lovely old time. But they're... I wouldn't
1: be surprised if Washington won by field goal in the fourth quarter. Like, I could see it going that
0: way. That's it. The one that's a good point actually. When we talk about special teams, the Chargers have been famously shit for many, many years. They have to improve that. And I think that's what Brandon Stade's looked at doing. Um, Ollie, let's have a prediction on this game.
2: Yeah, I'll go football team. I think um total points I'd take the under. I think defenses might rule the day here. Okay. Inter- interestingly.
0: Nice. What is the total point? I wonder what the total point is.
2: Oh, you keep making me load this stuff up. No, that's
0: right. You don't need, don't need to go back to it. We'll um, we'll go back to it later in the show. We'll do a we could do a bet boost or something. Bet special.
2: Uh, total points.
0: Uh, forty-four point five. Quite high. Yeah, that is quite high actually. Um, yeah, I'd take the under on that definitely. Uh, but yeah, my favorite game of the week, and that includes my actual team. So um, yeah. All right, let's get on to uh still, another six pm. Cause the last six pm still
2: got another eight games to go.
0: Limey. yeah, let's so right. rattle through. Ollie, they're hooked, mate. They're hooked at the moment. Don't worry about it. This is quality football.
2: back
1: our veins. That's what we want. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Shall we, right.
2: uh, we get my dad on the pod? I oh, was getting. Uh,
1: Where's he bringing you now? Is is yeah. Uh, Ask him what he thinks about the odds for Rookie of the Year. See what oh, he, yeah, he might love
2: it. I'll call him back later. <laughs> right.
1: Is he a fan of the football team?
2: <laughs> Not the one you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, um, let's crack on then. So, New York Jets, obviously Olivia's team, who's not on the pod at the moment, but hopefully be back soon. They are at the Carolina Panthers. The so, Donald Bowl. That's what we all want. Bowl, yes. It's absolutely the Donald Bowl. Um, all right, I think, you know, so obviously Zach Wilson against um, Sam Donald. That's where I'm going to start. Ollie, let's talk
2: yeah, about it. Yeah, kind of like Donald here. Um, kind of want to see him in a good environment, um, but also matched up with that, Panthers defense, who was all right last year, and I think they're going to come on. Mm. Obviously, they they've put a lot of draft picks into the defense, so I think might be a good unit. We'll see how they do.
0: I agree. I think there will be uh, Jeremy Chin really impressed me last year at safety, and Brian Burns looked like a quality player on the defensive line.
2: Yeah, I mean, was Donald is going to have McCaffrey. Um, Few like good skill position players, obviously. Like Robbie Anderson had a good year last year, DJ Moore's th- really good. Yeah, I think he's in a good spot here. Um, probably a better spot than he was and Wilson is.
0: Yeah, I think Darnell's a sneaky good quarterback this season. If, if you're looking at a fantasy point of view as well, you've got um, yeah, Marshall Jimmy, who looks great as well as a wide receiver. I
1: wouldn't put you off Dan on at all because if he's struggling, he can just pass the ball like he.
0: You've got have best, to. Throw. You've literally got the best running back in the league, if not the best. You've got best a safety blanket the straight there. yeah. You know, and yeah, that's exactly it. It's not just passing it to McCaffrey. It's you know he he's so good with his legs. I mean, everyone thinks of him as a pass catching back now, but he's such a good pure runner as well. Does everything as well of the ball. And you know, let's talk about him briefly because he missed a lot of games last year. Liam, he only played three. I mean, I can't wait to see Christian McCaffrey come back on a football
1: field we all can't, so he was my player to watch because I think because everyone's going to be talking about the Jets and Wilson, but for me, we all want to see him back and see if he's as good as he was and I think he will be, I think he's just got to stay fit and I I, I think he will I think he'll have another great season this year
0: I think it will be, a re- yeah you're right I think a really good season, but not just McCaffrey but uh, the Panthers in general when you um, compare it to last year, let's move on to um, Olivia's Jets then, obviously she's not here to defend them but um, I think they've got a, a shout in this game. Let's, let's put it over. I think they've got a shout. I think they're, they've had so many problems, even in the off-season. They thought Carl Lawson was going to be their their pass rusher. He then goes out for the whole season. Uh, Mekhi Beckton's not looked that very good, um, you know, from where he was last year. And that offensive line really needs to hold together for Zach Wilson because it didn't for Darnold. And their skill position players are better, but you wouldn't say that they're, Great. Their wide receiver one's Corey Davis. Um, I started this by trying to convince myself that the Jets have a chance in this game, but I don't think, don't actually think they do. Um, Liam, what do you make of the Jets going into week one?
1: So I I hope for Olivia's sake they play better this year. And I think they could keep this close for a few quarters. Um, See, when I was thinking about this, when I was writing my notes, I thought they might, this could be my upset of the week. But more I think about it, I'm not sure. I just no, I want to believe. If it was if it was at the Jets, I'd say yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. I just I think the hype around getting the fans back in Carolina, getting Christian McCaffrey back, having a new quarterback there. Um, How do you think Wilson will do? Um, I think he'll play well in the game. You know, he's a good quarterback from what I saw in preseason. He, you know, he's very competent. He's very good, but um, you know, he'll struggle because he just what every good quarterback needs or every new quarterback needs, should I say, is a safety blanket. Yeah. He hasn't got one. He hasn't got a big tight end to throw to. He hasn't got a, a, a number one receiver to throw to.
1: Donald's got one, and that could be the, effectively could win in the game.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. And you know, Donald doesn't just have one. He's got, you know, he's got, he's got quite a few. Yeah, I was just thinking of the main one, the obvious one. Yeah. Yeah, obviously McCaffrey, but Anderson and uh, DJ Moore, such good threats down the field as well. Oli, can you go
2: on? What... I mean, I'm hoping Anderson has a good game for my fantasy team. Um, yeah. But now, will... apologies to Olivia, but I'll take the Panthers here in North Carolina.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. She's an
0: airport. I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. All right, we've got to tell you what, boys, we can rattle through this game. Jacksonville with Houston. Because um, I genuinely, genuinely don't have much to say about it at all. Um, it
2: could be historic. It's the Trevor Lawrence show. Yeah. But other than that, what, what do you have to say about it?
1: So I did want to ask you both,
2: how is <laughs> so Urban Meyer
1: going to do in his first game? For the we can save
2: some time here and just skip this one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, no, we, might, we might have these
0: fans listening, Ollie. I know <laughs> people in Texas do listen to it. Um, well, um, look, do you know what? I'm excited to see Trevor Lawrence. I'm excited to see how Urban Meyer does. I just don't think this is the game that we're all going to be excited to see Trevor Lawrence.
1: Yeah, my, yeah. my notes were, unless you're a Trevor Lawrence purist, you don't watch it, but yeah.
0: That's it. I mean, I, this is the game that I already know is going to be showing the least on Red Zone. You know, even if things are happening. No one's I, think, going
1: to, no one I think Red Zone will just show Lawrence and that'll be it. Yeah,
2: I think we'll go, Scott Hansen will go to him and say, this is Lawrence's first snap in the NFL. And then we won't see him for another two hours.
0: We won't see him for another week, mate. He won't be on till week week, <laughs> It's just, I, I just don't know what you can say about this Houston team. Like they're going to have Tyrod Taylor at quarterback one. And then you've got Brandon Cooks as your number one receiver. And then
1: you've this, got 85 running backs. Do you think this could be the most one-sided game of the week? Uh, no, because the Jags aren't pretty good either. That's the problem.
0: That's the problem with this game. Like it will it, be close, but it won't be high scoring.
1: Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think it will. But I think the Jags should win comfortably. But I don't I think that will come down to the Texans' errors that will cost them the game.
0: Yeah, that's it. I don't I mean, think
1: it would necessarily be the Jaguars are good. I think, yeah, it would just be content errors.
0: Yeah, well, I think that game got enough time. Uh, let's move on to <laughs> a, a, an absolute cracker in the Cleveland Browns at Kansas City. This is the game of the week. This is the absolute game of the week, certainly on paper anyway. Yeah. Um, all right, let's start with um let's start with Kansas City. So obviously back from another Super Bowl, their second in a row, um, last year, losing to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, purely on their offensive line, which is now much improved um than it was seven months ago. Um obviously all their offensive weapons are still there, you still got Kelsey, you've still got Hill, still got Mahomes, um still got a relatively solid defense, if not great. But um Ollie is it is Patrick Mahomes the difference in
2: this game, yeah. So he's had obviously surgery in the off season, hopefully, fixed whatever ailments he's got.
0: Yeah, he which I don't actually know what it is,
2: apparently, it's really painful.
1: It's like tennis type same sort of that's tennis elbow.
0: Um,
1: doctor of economics, gone on. <laughs>
2: to go now. Um
1: Mahomes we're
0: on Mahomes
2: yeah better better offensive line obviously still got all that talent around him and to me this is more the Browns game sort of an acid test right. for them as to what with their additions in the off season and with that extra time whether they can take that next step and sort of avenge that playoff defeat and propel themselves into the conversation for Super Bowl contenders maybe
0: okay so without saying they need to score more points what do the Browns need to do to win this game
2: um get to my home I think very, very simple just use the Bucks blueprint
0: so well when you've got Miles Garrett and Jadavian and Clowney you know it's Let's say, obviously, Clowney's not been probably the player you expect from a
2: number one pick, but... Garrett certainly. it sounds, sounds easy for us to sit here and say it, but if you can't get to Mahomes, then shut down Hill, Kelsey on the back end.
0: Well, that's where the Browns have been really good in the off-season. And, you know, they've got Denzel Ward, who they had before, but they've got Troy Hill as now your slot corner. They've got John Johnson at safety. They've and they get Grant Delpit back at safety as well. Um, they've really, really improved in that secondary. And if look, I don't think you could ever shut down Tyreek Hill, and I don't think you could shut down Travis Kelsey, but you just need to stop the big plays. If you can stop the big plays, then they've got a real chance in this game.
2: I think keep it tight. And I, if they're in a position with down five, they're not punting the ball in two minutes. They will definitely. Take their shot.
0: Well, they took him, Liam. They took him so close in the playoffs last year. You know, if it wasn't for that just ridiculous play call by Andy Reid that that won Kansas City the game, they'd have had. I think Baker Mayfield would have probably taken them down down the field and win that game. And just on Baker Mayfield, he he made such a big improvement last season. And um, can you do, uh, see him doing exactly the same this season? I thought he looked quality last year. Okay. Really
2: good.
1: Yeah, I think he'll be as good or even better. And um, for me, he's the player to watch in the key battle because I think the game's Mahomes will do what Mahomes does and he'll do well. And I think the pressure will be on Mayfield to keep up with him the entire game. But also the matchup I want to see is this Brown's improved secondary that Ivan bigged up. How are they gonna do against this really good core of receivers that the Chiefs have got? That's, that's gonna be it. a good matchup. That's it, that's the key one for me. Are well. they gonna shut them out? Probably not. No, they're,
0: they're, you, you haven't just got Tyreek Hill that can stretch the field. You've got uh, Mikael Hardman, who is ridiculously quick, and they'll, they'll use a lot more this season. Um, so in terms of shutting them out, I, don't, I just don't think you can. I think they're way too good. Um, but yeah, that secondary for the Browns is going to be so interesting to watch. And that front seven's really good. And they will get to, they'll at least pressure Mahomes, if not get to him, quite a few times in this game. Um, because that offensive line is still building, even though it, it it's definitely got better. Um, yeah, I can't wait for this game. I assume it's on Sky Sports because it, it is
1: be. half nine.
0: Yeah, I, I'll have that on as well as Red Zone. I think because I, I won't be able to stay away from this. Um, I am going to ask you both for a prediction. So, Liam,
1: I'm going to say the Chiefs by a score. I think it's going to be close, and I think it's going to go four quarters. So I think Ollie will be asleep probably by the time
2: they've won. I will be asleep before it kicks off.
1: Could be asleep by the
0: end of this
2: podcast. <laughs> I, I think it absolutely exhausted. Um, let's have a look. Chiefs favoured by 5.5. 5. Um,
0: that would be the arrowhead advantage as well.
2: Yeah. Chiefs to win, Browns to cover.
0: Yeah, I agree but with that. Chiefs, I can see. Chiefs
2: by th- three or four.
0: Yeah, I was going to say Chiefs 31, Browns 28.
1: Yeah. That's a good I, think it'll be a, I think it'll be a very, very... I, I can't wait for it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, yeah, field goal won it in the fourth or a touchdown, literally last play of the game. Mahomes does yeah. what he does best. No, he still, um
2: played Browns. They played the Ravens week two, I think.
1: That's pretty tasty. Yeah, that is nice, isn't
0: it? That is so good. I'm sorry, but right. football's back. Football is back, mate. And football is back in New England with a new quarterback. Good old Mac Jones. He's uh he's beating Cam Cam for the uh, Cam for the job. Um yeah, so it's Miami at New England. A good division game to start off. Uh, start off week one as well. I guess the first place to start, Liam, is is Mac Jones, really. See, and how he's fit him.
1: I wasn't on last week. I wasn't surprised Newton got cut because of the vaccine. That's the only reason why. I mm-hmm. think I think that was why they did it. Um yeah, so this is battle of the QB. So I think. Mac Jones with this improved Pats team should be enough to win It's a brilliant win- it's, a good point. it's a brilliant quarterback battle it is. it is It's not like Pats teams of years gone by or even the Dolphins is it it's, Yeah it's quite interesting um, You think Tua would be good enough to win but I think the Patriots are just overall a better team and better coached which should give them the W
0: Yeah for me just looking at the game uh now that um patriots offensive line is so good and they'll give mac jones so much time in the pocket my only concern ollie is that is their receivers like they've got hannah henry johnny smith nelson Aguilar, uh jacoby myers they're not exactly names that get you excited
2: no i think the game script will will call for mac jones to just use his accuracy and get low risk throws off maybe
1: but this is the Patriots' style. They never have sexy receivers, apart from Randy Moss. They've never had them, have they ever, really?
2: Edelman and his lovely lovely. He's beard. not
1: really a sexy player, like in that what George is saying, is he? I thought, was, I, thought do define, you know, I really what he said
0: there. I thought he was going to say like George is sexy. I
1: <laughs> no, I just mean like type of players. Like they don't. They just turn up, get it done, don't they? They don't productive. Have sort of, yes. Yeah,
0: um, German efficiency without being German, pretty much.
2: That's exactly how I see Mac Jones. He's just going to churn out yards, touchdowns, completions, results. Win yeah. game, go home, yeah.
0: I agree. All right, let's look at this from, um, I'll just look at the Patriots as well. Their defence will be a lot better because they're getting a lot of players back from yeah. uh, their, their COVID, um, well, that didn't play last year, pretty much. Um, Hightower being the biggest one. So their their defense will be much improved and I think there'll be something to look out for, even without Stefan Gilmore for the first six weeks, they had JC Jackson at cornerback for and got ten picks. So I think they'll be pretty solid the Patriots. Let's move on to um the Miami Dolphins and Tua. Uh, so Tua weirdly in the way you could argue, Ollie, that it's a make or break season already in year two.
2: Kind of, but I think we will see um Can say the real tour, maybe? Mm -hmm. I think with a a full off-season, full training camp, I think we'll see him to a better effect than we did last year where he wasn't the bona fide starter. He was sort of in and out. He's also
0: got more weapons. You look at Jalen Waddell and um, Will Fuller.
2: Yeah, they're going to stretch the field for him, definitely.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's something he really missed. Mike is a nice safety blanket for for him as well. Um, I'm not too sure where I see this Miami team though. I, I don't see them as improving on last year because it'll take a lot of effort to improve on an 11-5 and five record. I think the division's improved. Um Liam, what would you be looking out of them for, for week one just to see that that offence is gelling more than it did last yeah. year? That yeah.
1: I think you've yeah. just got to see slow improvement, haven't you? Yeah, just just see some more yards maybe as a start and more completions. I think that's a good way to start. It's It's not going to be fixed overnight. I think it's going to take five or six weeks or so.
0: Yeah, and the it's such a pass-heavy team as well now because they don't really have a running game. You've got Miles Gaskin, who's their running back one, but it's also a, a pass catching back as well. So it's kind of predictable where they're going to be. The, the one thing I will say about the Dolphins, is their defence was really good last year and um, their quarterbacks, especially in Byron Jones and uh, Xavier Howard, are outstandingly good. And their special teams was the best in the in the league last year as well, which does count for something. You know, people overlook special teams, but it does count for something. Um, are we all going for a Patriots winner? That's a yeah, lock, I
2: think. I think so.
0: Yeah, I think so as well. Sad as it is to say. All right. Oh, my God. It's another good game. Um, all right. Packers at Saints. So, well, I say at Saints. It'll actually be at Jacksonville because of, um, as we spoke about last week, the Hurricane Ida um, effects, which is obviously incredibly sad. Um, uh, but, yeah, It's a good game, really good game. So we've got Aaron Rodgers after his kind of, well, tantrum off-season. He'll be back for the uh, Packers week one. And we've got Jameis Winston, Oli, your boy, starting for the New Orleans Saints. Talk me up some Jameis.
2: Um, I mean, would you want to put the over-under on touchdowns, interceptions?
0: Well, you're looking at four touchdowns for four interceptions, isn't it? That's kind of the way that Jameis... I was going to say over five.
2: Let's keep yeah. that, um, that synergy there. Um, I think it's more the Rogers show and seeing how he comes out of his off-season antics.
0: To me, yeah, on paper this just seems like a no-brainer Packers win, but I am going to try and big up the Saints. Pure, I say that about the Saints purely because of the change of quarterback and also because Michael Thomas isn't available. They haven't got a great set of skill position players. Other than, you know, at wide receiver, they've got a brilliant running back in Alvin Kamara. Uh, Their offensive line will be good, uh, maybe top five. So that'll help out Jameis a lot. Um, Their defence, I think that'll steadily go downhill, actually, during the season. And when I look at the Packers team, you know, they have not changed much from last year at all. And Liam, we know how good the Packers are. They'll just be efficient. You'll get Rogers for who Rogers is. You'll get Adams for who Adams is. And I, I think they'll kind of blow away this Saints team.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not going to be biased here. I, I think the Saints will keep it close for two quarters. And I think Rogers' quality will just win them the game quite easy. I think Winston probably will shoot him in the foot with a couple of interceptions, maybe more.
0: Yeah, I, I just don't see how they're gonna get anyone free as well. You've got <laughs> their best receivers probably who Marcus Callaway, and then he's going to get put up against Jair Alexander, and then who who you looking to after that? I mean, I I think that's the biggest problem for the Saints. They've just got nobody to throw to, you know, until Thomas is back anyway. But you don't know how Thomas is is kind of going to do it, and also with with the fact they're playing in Jacksonville as well. It it seems incredibly
2: difficult. I think
1: Winston's going to play like Winston. He's just going to throw and hit and hope a bit, and I think that could cost them with turnovers.
2: I don't think he's the same guy he was in Tampa. I think he's a bit more refined now.
1: But... Maybe, but I don't think he's good.
2: Yeah. Would, you
1: have, would you have played Hill? Yeah. We've been oh, through this. Yeah, I would have played Hill. Come on. You'd have played Taysom Hill? Yeah. Based on what? And it, well, The thing is that I know that Winston's had more league appearances and starts, but I just think he's a safer option. I think he won't he won't give you as many interceptions. He probably, they're both not great QBs, are they? So you're not exactly got great. I just think he would have been the safer option to play.
0: Okay, no, that's fair enough. I mean, the only problem that Hill had last year is that he just didn't bring Alvin Kamara into the game at all. You know, which was, if you're not going to do that for the Saints this season, then you've really got no hope. Um, I don't know if we are doing a lock. Bunga did a lock anyway. Green Bay are my absolute lock of the week. I can't see them. I, Ollie, I don't know what I'll say. They if they're over seven, then I won't take it. But um, there's, uh, yeah, they're my luck. I can't see any way that Green Bay aren't winning this game. I'd be sure. That'll be an upset if they didn't win. It just seems way too obvious to me.
2: And um, yeah, four and a half. So you can have
0: it. Yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking Green Bay there. Um, okay, right, three games to go, boys. So a team that I'm quite excited about. Uh the I'm not fucking hate the Denver Broncos. team of the uh, podcast. <laughs> so it's the broncos. I drafted
2: three Broncos in our you haven't fantasy got a league. league. Yeah, you you're in my head, rent free.
1: I know, I know. Don't listen to him. It's why no, it's not me, it's Chris Ellis. The only listener we have. No,
0: right? no, it's, it's you, it's Chris Ellis through you.
1: That's <laughs> it's Ellis it? trolling what he does best.
0: Exactly. So we've got um so, we've got the Denver Broncos at the New York Giants. Obviously, our friend Ben's uh, team as well. Quite an interesting game, actually, on paper. Um, so, I think the Broncos this season will be a lot better than they were last season. I'm glad that they've put Teddy in at quarterback one. It makes them a lot more interesting. Um, their defense. I think
2: this is two good defences. Yeah, ex- I completely two agree. very questionable quarterbacks.
1: You see, see I what- wanted to bring this up. Teddy was 5-0 and 0 last year at the Saints. I would say... That was the season before. You know what I mean. I would say two
2: quarterbacks I like, but generally around the league, there's questions about them.
0: But I think Teddy's a safer option than uh, Daniel Jones. And he's also got... I I was going to say he's got a lot better weapons, but I don't think he does. (laughs) I think uh, when you look at what Daniel Jones has now got to throw to, um, Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton... That's a really nice three. And you've also got Saquon Barkley out the backfield. We've said this. So oh, Rudolph. Uh, um, yeah, big Carl Rudolph. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I think, we, look, we've said this many times on the podcast, but this is Daniel Jones' make or break year. I think everyone knows that. Um, yeah, I can see them winning this game, the Giants. I can see them winning this game. I just, the only thing that would say otherwise is the fact that Broncos' defence is going to be really good.
1: I think the Broncos' D is going to win them the game. I think Sultane is going to make the difference.
0: Yeah, I like Sultane. I like the fact that Von Miller's back. I like Bradley Chubb. Um, I like Cole Fuller, obviously. Their cornerback room is
1: stacked
0: of talent. You know? I was going
1: to say to you, I think Sultane, i like to see his odds for Rookie of the Year because that's not, that's not a bad shout.
0: Yeah, I like that as well. It's, yeah, Defensive Rookie of the Year, definitely. They've got, um, what's his name? Justin Simmers at safety as well, who's pro bowler, all pro. Um, and then their offense, let's just look at the Broncos offense quickly. You've got Cortland Sutton, who's coming back from an ACL. You've got Jerry Judy and you've got Noah Fant. Really good options. And you've got um, some nice pieces out of the backfield as well in, in Melvin Gordon. And I forgot the other guy's name. Javonte Williams. That's it. Is it Javonte Williams? Yeah, well, something like that anyway. Um, Yeah, I think it's a good game. Um, I've just realised that Liam's disappeared.
2: Where's he gone? I
0: don't know. Taking
2: taking his shout of certain for Rookie of the Year and disappeared. Yeah, I
0: think you're right, mate. Um, We'll talk about it anyway. We don't need Liam here to talk about it. Um, Go
2: on. I mean, I'd go for the Giants at MetLife, but this does seem like the sort of game where they could capitulate and get blown out maybe.
0: Yeah, I, if it wasn't a MetLife, I'd have the Broncos all day just of just purely because of Mile High Stadium. Um, but I don't know. I want to believe in Daniel Jones. I want to believe that he's good. I just think that I, I, I don't know. I want to say yeah because of our friend Ben and I know how much he wants it. But I'm going to go have a Broncos win here. Just, just three points, I reckon. All
2: right, close game.
0: Yeah, absolutely close. Oh, look, he's turned up. Back to the podcast.
2: Ready for the main event?
0: Oh, shit. I've just realised the game that we're doing next, yeah.
1: You right, Liam? Sorry, someone just went at my door. Sorry about that. They went at your door? What are they doing? Someone knocks at my door. Sorry about that. All
0: right. No worries. We're finishing up anyway. We're up to, um, well, Sunday night football. Uh, okay, so it's my Bears at the LA Rams. Uh, Christ, um, I'm not staying up to watch this game. I'll catch the the full game the day after while I'm working. But um, <laughs> fucking hell. I'm trying to give myself hope here. But uh, look, Andy Dalton's week one and I said that was the right decision. And I stick to that being the right decision. But they need to play Fields at the same time as well um, and give him a few reps. I just didn't want to put Fields in a position with our O-line against Aaron Donald, which I think is a sensible move. Um, but let's talk about the Rams team first. because I, I do think they're a lot more interesting than, than the Bears. They've got uh, Stafford in at quarterback. They've got um, great pieces for him to throw to finally in Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, uh, Tyler Higby. They've got the best, well, in my opinion, the best defense in, in the National Football League. Um, yeah, Liam, what do you make of the Rams this season? Uh, were they just missing a quarterback?
1: Yeah, I think so. and um, I think they're gonna be much improved this year. And I'm, I think the case for your bears, I think it's gonna be how long can they keep in this game for?
0: Yeah, I think it's a sad truth. I, I don't I, I really can't get excited about it. I know it's bears, I know because I'm on a podcast, but I think it's such a difficult game to have week one. Um all the fan all the fan base is actually no, I don't want to talk about the bears just yet. I, I wanna still talk about the Rams. Because um, they're such an exciting team, and I love what I know they gave up a lot of picks for, for Matthew Stafford, but I think that they were just that quarterback away, and they're so much closer to the Super Bowl now than they were seven months ago. Um, you know, to me, this game is done purely on the Rams' defense. You know, Jalen Rams is going to shut out uh, Alan Robertson because he just is, that's what he does. And then that leaves us with very few players to throw to. Uh, we don't really have a run game. Even if we did, we're not going to go through that defensive seven of the LA Rams. Um, yeah, Liam, give me some hope, mate. Just give me, give me something. I'm sorry, I'm struggling to find any for you, Ollie. Sorry. It's
2: the Rams, isn't it? It
0: is it its the Rams. It'll be, it'll be, it's the Rams and a blowout. I can't see anything other than that. Um, I think to
2: try and keep it respectable.
0: Yeah, and then look towards a week two game against the Cincinnati Bengals. I think I think, that, Dal- I think Dalton still plays.
2: I think pick pick your battles.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Pick your battles. Um, see, so you, look, you say pick your battles, but it's a good chance to see what Dalton's like. You know, he look he's not going to be he's not going to be great. He's probably not going to be terrible. It's the Dalton scale, and I'll steal that from another podcast. It is the Dalton scale. He's the most average quarterback in the league, probably. But my my only problem is, you know, I know what Bears Twitter is like. And I know what the Chicago media is like. As soon as Dolan has a bad quarter, for example, the, the hype on Justin Fields coming into this is going to be slightly unbearable for, for Matt Nagy. And I think they should use him in parts in this game. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I'm going Rams blowout, and that's all I want to say on it, if I'm honest. I think we're all in agreement. I'll give that. Yeah, I can't argue it. Sorry, Josh. That's all right, mate. You know, I'm I'm, I'm a realist, Liam. You know that. All right, boys, we're at our final game. We're at Monday Night Football. Uh, Baltimore Ravens at the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Ah, the Raiders. Blimey. Um, So, yeah, the Raiders, still got John Gruden, the head coach. um, Lost a lot of pieces on their offensive line. Um, Not really improved in any position, in my opinion, uh, during the off-season. And Baltimore have got a really good team, like Baltimore always do. Um, the defense is really good. They've got <laughs> Lamar Jackson, who's a superstar quarterback. They picked up. They finally picked up some wide receivers. They've got Mark Andrews, who's one of the best tight ends in the league. Um, yeah, Ollie can you see any hope for the Raiders in this game?
2: We can really say about this game is the Ravens are going to be the Ravens, and the Raiders are going to be the Raiders. So. Mm. The Ravens are going to play tough on defence, and you know what they're going to do on offence. And the Raiders may flash some, but ultimately they probably go down.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, you, to be fair to the Raiders, they always put up points. They always put up points, and they do make games relatively interesting, and they beat Kansas City last season. But... Liam, this is—you know—it mightn't be as good as it was a couple of seasons ago for the Ravens when they went fourteen and two, but it's still a very good Ravens team.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, I think they're going to show small flashes of brilliance, but I think the Ravens will just be too good.
0: Yeah, I think this is an absolute banker, an absolute banker for the Ravens here. But a good game Monday Night Football, and it'll be good to see fans in Allegiant Stadium.
1: Yeah, that'd be um, great.
0: Because- it, it, same with SoFi Stadium, actually going back to our previous game, it will be, well, do you know what, it would be good to see fans. It would be good to see fans in these games. Um, but yeah, I think that's a Ravens absolute domination, if I'm honest. Um, boys, we've done it. We've gone through 16 games. I'll tell you what, that's, Ollie looks absolutely fucked. He looks uh, like he does normally after a Saturday night uh, or a it's... Wednesday night in Yates.
2: Oh, don't go there. It's Wednesday night tonight as well. You know where I'm going now.
0: Yeah, mate, I'll see you. uh, I'll I'll get a call from you at 1am. George, I've done it again. Oh,
2: oh, man, I've been up since six and maybe for a few hours before that.
0: That's fine, mate. Well, there you go. Liam, um, do you want to do the socials before we leave, mate? And anything else you want to shout out?
1: Yeah, usual socials, uh, 4th and out pod. Um, Nothing else I really want to shout apart from our Luxembourg listener. I love a bit of that.
0: Yeah, big up. Um, so during the week, we've kind of decided, haven't we, that uh, we'll do a review show and we'll do a preview show. Um, that will come out Wednesdays and Thursdays. And um, yeah, looking forward to seeing the uh, week one action. It's Close now, boys. Really close. 24 hours almost. Can't wait to see some football. Should
2: be good.
0: Exactly. All right, boys. Well, I won't keep you too much longer. Thank you for joining Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Ollie, you can go to bed now. Cheers, mate. Good night, night. And thanks for listening. Bye.